Meditators, today I'm going to run through a beginner's guide to fundamental analysis, a tool that you can use to improve your profitability as a trader. We will cover on-chain analytics, project metrics, and financial metrics. These tools will not only help you understand the macro state of the market, but will also deep dive into individual projects. My trading style used to be solely based on technical analysis, the study of price data. However, recently I started to use a more rounded approach, incorporating elements of what I am going to share today, which has had a massive impact on my success in the markets. To have a massive impact on your own success in the markets, remember to like and subscribe below. To stay one with the crypto markets, sign up and receive six free market meditations newsletters a week. You'll find a link in the description below. A quick thanks to our partners Exodus and Nexo for making this podcast possible. There will be more on them later. Time and time again, we've had guests say that their most profitable trades were where both their technical analysis and their fundamental analysis was aligned. But what is fundamental analysis? It is defined as an approach used by investors to establish the intrinsic value of an asset. By looking at a number of factors, the main goal is to determine whether the subject asset is overvalued or undervalued by the market. Where technical analysis studies the charts and the price movements of an asset, fundamental analysis considers a different array of data to establish a trading strategy. Fundamental analysis represents a key part of trading strategy and today we are going to run through how you can apply this to trading crypto. We'll start by covering on-chain analytics. This refers to a range of metrics that can be observed by looking at data provided by blockchains. We could assess this information ourselves by running a node for the desired network and then exporting the data, however that requires detailed knowledge. Fortunately, there are many websites that do this for us, and I'm going to run through some of the most common on-chain indicators and websites you can use to access this information. Exchange, inflow, and outflow. This simply measures the flow of crypto assets in and out of crypto exchanges. The key point to keep in mind here is that an exchange is where a market participant will buy or sell crypto. Tracking exchange inflows and outflows can lead to several insights. If there are large net inflows of crypto assets onto exchanges, this suggests that big money is planning to sell large quantities of coins. If there are large inflows of stable coins onto exchanges, this suggests big money is planning to purchase large amounts of crypto assets. If there are large outflows of crypto assets from exchanges, this suggests big money is planning to hold these coins at least in the short term. This information is available on a number of platforms such as CryptoQuant or Glassnode and is usually presented as a line chart. Focus on understanding the bigger trend at play or whether there are significant anomalies. For example, during a bull market, it's common to see a downtrend in exchange inflows. As market participants are holding their assets with sharp spikes during healthy corrections where coins are moved onto exchanges for sale. Metric 2. Number of transactions. As the name suggests, this measures the unique transactions to occur on any given blockchain. It can be used to measure the activity of a blockchain as well. Network effect is a term often used in the crypto space. 
This is the idea whereby the value of a product increases as more people adopt and use it. If more people are using a network, that shows that network has value and vice versa. The number of transactions can therefore be used to measure the network effects of a given network. Often an increase in the number of transactions is correlated with a rise in the price of the associated asset. Blockchain.com plots the number of transactions over time for the Bitcoin network. With this indicator especially, it can be easy to get lost in the noise. A good way to filter this out is to plot the number of transactions with a moving average to see how activity evolves over time. The third metric is active addresses. When you first bought your crypto, whether through a centralized exchange like FTX or a decentralized platform like Uniswap, you would have had to open up a wallet, which contains a unique address for every coin you purchase. This metric measures the number of unique addresses were active within a network either as a sender or a receiver. By tracking this, we can gauge the level of new adoption and activity to understand how many unique users there are of a network. Similar to the number of transactions, the higher the number of active addresses, the higher the network effect is. You can check out these metrics across a number of assets at Glassnode. To note, this indicator is not helpful for day traders or scalpers, but more helpful for long-term investors that are looking for long-term adoption of an asset. The fourth metric, fees generated. Revenue in the crypto world is measured by fees generated. When more fees are generated, this signals higher network activity. Developers building on projects need to pay fees and people sending and receiving coins on the network pay fees as well. More fees indicates higher usage of a protocol or platform. Cryptofees.info is a resource that lists the one and seven day average number of fees in descending order for a variety of projects. You may note that the projects listed towards the top of this leaderboard often have performed well during this bull run. Coinmetrics is another resource that allows you to look at this data in a more detailed manner. Metric five, hash rate. Hash rate is the measuring unit of processing power of a network. The higher the hash rate, the more secure the network is. When the hash rate increases, this indicates that more resources are being dedicated to processing transactions on the network. And if hash rate increases over time, this can signify that there is a growing interest in mining. When hash rates decrease, it can mean that the profitability of processing transactions has declined due to increased overhead in the form of computing power. This puts the security of the network at risk. To view hash rates, you can also use blockchain.com. In general, if you've invested in an asset, you want the hash rate to be on a steady increase as it signifies greater security. Whilst proof of work rewards miners for solving complex problems, in order to validate transactions, proof of stake rewards an individual that creates the next block on the blockchain based on how many coins they've staked. If that's confusing, the only thing you need to know is that when you stake coins, you can lock them up for a fixed period, which means you can't sell them. If the total value staked of a project continues to increase, this suggests that selling pressure for that coin is on the decline. Staking Rewards is a user-friendly platform to check out staking data. We will now consider 
project and financial metrics. An understanding of these will take your qualitative skills to the next level when assessing a specific project. The project white paper. A white paper is a technical document that gives you an overview of a cryptocurrency project. It lays out the facts about the blockchain protocol or distributed application that is being built and describes how the tokens work. For any project you want to invest in, it is highly recommended that you critically evaluate the white paper. Where critically evaluate means reading the document to gain an insight into predefined questions. At the very least, these questions should include, what does this project do? How does it work? Why do we need this project? If you can't answer these questions, there are likely two conclusions. The project is very advanced, so you'll need more knowledge or the project doesn't have a clear goal, methodology, or use case. In both scenarios, you shouldn't invest in the project until further clarity is obtained. If you can answer these questions, it is sensible to cross-reference this information with online discussions of the project. What are various Twitter, Telegram, Reddit, and Discord communities saying about the project? The capability of the team. As is the case with angel investing, the success of a new project is heavily dependent on the team backing the project. The members' track records convey whether the team has the required skills to lead the project. Use the project website or details to find out who the team members are. Begin investigating the main questions. Have the members undertaken previous successful ventures? Do they have the technical or commercial expertise required to reach their projected milestones? And very importantly, have they been involved in any scams? There is no shortage of Ponzi schemes in this space, so be aware. If there is no team, you can gauge what the developer community looks like if the project has a public GitHub. This website allows you to see how many contributors there are and how much activity there is. One of the biggest problems in the crypto industry right now is that there are far too many applications and none of them are very user-friendly for beginners. That's why we've partnered with Exodus. They're a desktop and mobile wallet that allow users to own their own private keys, navigate a very easy interface where they can view their portfolio, store multiple different cryptocurrencies, as well as exchange and earn interest on those cryptocurrencies. So if you're interested in checking them out, head over to exodus.com. That's E-X-O-D-U-S dot com. As the crypto industry continues to mature, it's natural that more and more wealth building platforms will arise. The problem with many of these, however, is that they are often so complex that it disincentivizes people from using them. This is why I've partnered with Nexo, one of the top crypto lending platforms in the world. With over 1.5 million users and 15 billion assets under management, Nexo combines the yield earning features of crypto with the familiarity and ease of centralized finance. Nexo allows you to earn interest at a competitive rate on crypto and fiat. They also allow you to take out loans using crypto as collateral so that you have access to cash without needing to sell your investment. You can even trade directly on the web platform and mobile app in an intuitive and secure way. If you're looking to embark on the journey to financial freedom whilst minimizing time and frustration, I highly recommend you check them out by visiting nexo.io. That's N E 
xo.io. Tokenomics. Some projects create tokens. Tokens are usually created, distributed, sold and circulated through the standard initial coin offering process. Tokenomics is the topic of understanding the supply and demand characteristics of the cryptocurrency. Where tokens are at play, there are a few factors to consider. Does the token have utility? And as an additional question, is that utility something that the wider market will recognize and value? How were the funds initially distributed? If it was done via an ICO, how much was kept for the founders and the team compared to how much was made available to investors? If it was done via mining, is it possible that the assets creator engaged in pre-mining, mining on the network before it's announced? You should be able to find all this information in the project white paper. Be sure you have an understanding of the distribution because it will determine your level of risk. If the supply is monopolistic, this means that the vast majority is owned by a few parties, then those parties could move or even manipulate the market. They would do this to their benefit and your detriment. You can also use Nansen.ai to deep dive into different wallets that are holding large amounts of tokens. This allows you to dive further into the majority token holders' wallets, allowing you not only to assess the risk of manipulation, but assess whether the largest investors have previously invested in successful projects. Market, capitalization, and liquidity. It's surprising how many people don't have an understanding of market capitalization, given how regularly it is cited in the crypto world. Market capitalization or network value is simply calculated by multiplying the circulating supply of a crypto with the current price. A different way to think about it would be the hypothetical cost to buy every single available unit of the crypto asset. Then liquidity is a measure of how easily an asset can be bought or sold. The main problem with an illiquid market is that we are unable to sell our assets at a fair price. Market capitalization can be misleading. Coins can always be burnt or supply reduced. In general, however, you can view small cap coins to have more growth potential than large cap coins, where they'll have stronger network effects, but potentially less growth potential. To determine liquidity, we can use trading volume on many different crypto exchanges, such as FTX or Bybit stock to flow ratio and network value to transaction ratio. Certain ratios can be used to ascertain the financial health of the underlying market supporting the project. S2F is elegant in its simplicity. You simply divide the current supply of a commodity or asset by its annual production. It shows how much supply enters the market each year for a given resource relative to the total supply. The higher the S2F ratio, the less new supply enters the market relative to the total supply. As such, an asset with a high S2F ratio should, in theory, retain its value well over the long term. A similar ratio has seen popularity in the crypto markets and is the NVT ratio. The network value to transaction ratio divides the market capitalization or network value with the amount transacted, typically on a daily chart. Plan B, who is the original creator of the stock to flow model, 
uh, provides plenty of insights into how the market can be explained with this model. As for NVT, you can use Willy Woo, Woonomic on Twitter, whose charts can be found on charts.wubull.com. Fundamental analysis is a great tool for any trader or long-term investor to understand. To recap, you can use on-chain metrics to measure the macro state of the crypto market and the networks within it, such as exchange inflow and outflow, number of transactions, active addresses, fees generated, hash rate, total value state, you can also apply a consistent framework to reviewing a specific project by reviewing the project white paper, the capability of the team, tokenomics, market cap and liquidity, the stock to flow ratio and the network value to transaction ratio. I really enjoyed recording this basic guide to fundamental analysis. However, today we have just covered the surface of what is possible and the number of metrics available to crypto traders and investors. With all these different metrics, it can be difficult to separate the signals from the noise. To help, I have my team of researchers write six free newsletters a week where we cover what you actually need to know to stay up to date with the markets. To access this, all you have to do is sign up at karushak.substack.com. This guide represents the first in a series where I am going to chat with the best founders, investors and builders in the space to dive deep into the hottest projects in crypto. Use what I have spoken about today and you will be able to use this guide to evaluate the projects and come up with your own insights.